you're having an incredible day today you know after this past weekend of football i would think that you're probably still on cloud nine like a lot of people are my name is alex light with sparky three uh join with me as always i got both the boys here with me i got shane and tyler shane how you doing how you feeling pretty good but um this mic is still loose and it irritates the shit out of me <laughs> zach i hope you listen to that and hope you hope you know that you have a fucking problem and it needs to be addressed tyler how you feeling bud oh well I'm here. That's all that matters. <laughs> Our local Buffalo Bills fan. We're going to chat about it here today. There's a, that, that game was absolutely insane. It was absolutely insane. We got to absolutely chat about it. Yeah. Lots to chat about from this divisional weekend. And even some of the news that popped out literally just today and even yesterday. Lots of stuff to chat about here today. Uh, then, of course, we're looking ahead to the conference championships down to the final four leading up to the Super Bowl. It's going to be a good time there. Uh, if you could go follow us on Twitter at TerribleFBShow, we definitely appreciate that. As well as go uh, check out the other shows like Gamesthetic, Animan Plus, and talking about movies and stuff. And lastly, if you want sports for the Patreon, is a great way to do so. But hey, we're up to something. And it's launching like Monday. I think it's launching Monday. So keep an eye out for the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Sparky3. Uh, we'll be putting out a video for what we are launching. Super cool, super exciting. I'm very, very pumped for it. Is it a rocket? Could be. Could be. Could be. It's a rocket for us. Straight to the moon. Terrible football show in space. Yep, that's right. <laughs> it's going to be super cool. Super cool. Stay tuned for that. Uh, so, boys, before we actually really start to jump into stuff, anything on your minds that you want to chat about first? Uh, I mean, I was talking to you about the little bit of Arkansas drama earlier. That is true. But lots of drama. I don't know how much I want to really want to talk about that because right now it's all kind of speculation. So, you know. Right. As soon as something like Sam didn't get him a, a girl on a motorcycle, did he? No, okay. no, no, no. I just had to make sure no, I wasn't. No, no. <laughs> had to make sure good. I wasn't missing Sam, nothing. Yeah, no, Sam's good. He's chilling. Yeah, he's chilling. He's vibing. He's not. He's not doing that. He's not Ed Orgeron in it up there. No, <laughs> there is rumors that uh, our new D line coach is going to be Ed Orgeron, but we'll see. I hope not. But you know, that would be very interesting. I mean, I think in in general, like as far as like him coaching the D line and doing that would be good. He's a good recruiter. Yeah. But I just think the type of person he is, as far as like ego wise, I just don't think it'll mesh with our team right now. But mm. you know, it happens. I got you. I got you. Um, guys, do we even want to go over the previous week predictions and spreads? Or do we just want to move on. I mean, it is a terrible football <laughs> show. People got to know how terrible. All right, we are. that's goddamn this branding. Okay, all right. Uh, I went one and three in NFL. Shane, you also went one and three. Uh, me and you both are now five and five in the playoffs. Uh, Tyler, you went two and two, bringing you to a seven and three in the playoffs. This is the worst I've ever done in the playoffs. I'm ashamed. I, yeah. I'm absolutely ashamed. Like I was, yeah. like, uh, like I was speaking on earlier. Um, yeah, from here on out, uh, anybody that I think or that I so, quote unquote know is going to win, I'm just going to do the opposite. Yeah, kind of worked like, out last week for me. I would have went zero and four. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to do the opposite. Kind of so. like uh, there was a there was a good stretch there through the season where I could literally could not pick a Chicago Bears game right. So there for a few weeks back to back, whatever I picked for that game, Tyler would pick the opposite and would win because I just couldn't pick the Bears games right. Whether if it's oh, I think the Bears can win, I think the Bears are going to lose. Didn't matter. I'd always get the fucking pick wrong. So. Yep. Well, well, looking at the the spreads, not too hot there, um, Tyler. Man, I. I thought I did better than I did. You went one and seven. Hey, hey, I, you know what's what? the one? What's the one though? 
It was uh, the over-under for... Uh, the Chiefs game, right? No, it was over-under no, 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 for Rams and Bucks. Yep. Yep. What the fuck? What was the score for that game? Oh, it was 50. like 30. It was, yeah, it was 57. Yeah, it was 57. Okay. That makes sense. But, like, the couple other picks that you got wrong was just because it was, like, literally barely off. Like, you you, know, you picked San Fran to win, so you went with the plus. But they only won by three, and the, the spread was three and a half. And then same thing with like no that no that's no that spread was like five point five I think but there was another one that was three and a half it was Cincy I think Cincy, yeah, yeah right. and they again that that one was I think three and a half and they only won by you know three so you, you got cucked in those like you got the right t- so like in an actual <coughs> betting situation if you would have just taken the money line you'd be good yeah yeah because you would have got to just the pick right and you would have you would have won that way just taking money line yeah. so yeah it was rough but uh, speaking of money line you see the dude hit on all four games no I didn't. Oh, I've um, seen that. He had it's a, like a $50 bit. He has a $50 bet, and he walked away with like like 100 and something K. Right. Nice. Well, Tyler, your overall for the NFL right now is 23-31 for spreads. Shane, you went 2-6 in the NFL, bringing you to a 28-34. <laughs> I went 3-5, and five, bringing you to a 30-32. I promise to God I'm going to fucking get better at this. It's disappointment. It is. At least. It is. Well, see, you know, here's another thing we have to keep in mind. You know, to let ourselves feel a little bit better, right? Is that like in an actual betting world, like, you know, we're, yeah, for this spread segment we've been doing, we've been keeping it hard for spreads and over under. Like, God there's there's a lot of games where, like, I may not even take the spread or over under. I'd like, yo, just give me the money line because I just think this team's going to win. And we'd probably be doing a lot better. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we went with a lot, if we went money line situations. But just, just for the fun of it for the show, since we're not actually betting, obviously we can't yet. Um, you know, just doing the spreads, just doing the over-unders is what we've been doing. But, you know, we, if we were to throw a money line in there, which technically we, in a way, we kind of do just by picking the games, then it might be a different scenario. So we'll get it together, though. The betting could start coming in uh, March. Yeah, so uh, I did see, like, in January, like, as soon as it passed, that it said as early as February, but now I'm saying as early as March. So Right, right. All right, let's go ahead and jump into it. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and, you know, do we want to go ahead and knock out a couple small college topics first, or do we want to hop Yeah, up? since mostly this is. Yeah, this is uh, a big, this let, is a bit, we're in big pro time. Let me, let me bring up high school real quick. So, uh, brother-in-law accepted a job to go back to Little Rock Christian as defense coordinator. Nice. So shout out, shout out. Yep. Shout out. I, I guess that. wrestling coach, too, because. Right. I mean, he's dominating down there at Arkadelphia. So, right. I see a uh, I see a lot of people at Little Rock Christian going to my job all the time. Oh, nice. Yeah. They're pretty solid. Oh, pretty solid. Yep. Pretty yeah, sure. their coach. Uh, he coached um, Carry On Johnson in Alabama. Oh, really? Yeah. So he knows a little little thing about talent. Yeah. All right, so hopping into a couple quick college topics. First, uh, another Hawaii update. It might be one of the last ones that we have, unless something else wild comes out of it. Um, but June Jones obviously was interviewed, uh, and he did decline the job, and the reason why is because he was given a two-year contract without the option to hire his own staff, which he openly said this in an interview. It's just like, what coach in their right mind would even accept that? As, you know, Especially, it's like, how are you supposed to recruit when you're telling these kids, oh, I only have a two-year contract, you know? How are you supposed to recruit? Uh, but then the AD turned around uh, some uh, something Matlin. I think it's Mike Matlin. I could be wrong. I know it's Matlin. And then he turned around and hired Timmy Chang, former Hawaii quarterback. Um, no word on what his contract is. But, uh, man, I just think this was him even interviewing June Jones was just like big pandering is all it is. But that contract to me tells me that he never wanted to hire June. He was just trying to pander yeah, to the fans. It was nothing serious. He, he was definitely trying to trying to get the fans talking like, oh, we can get him back. We can get him back. Yeah. 
But there was, I mean, with that contract, that's uh, that's pretty much a middle finger. Like, yeah, we we didn't want you anyways. And now, like, uh, you know, just like we've already kind of talked about where, like, the state was wanting to get involved. Now the state's wanting to get involved again and throughout an investigation because they just view it as, like, a giant charade that was thrown up, which at this point, like, I, I agree with everything that they've attempted to do already because, you know, it was looking out for the betterment of the kids. But in this situation, what can you really do? You know what I mean? Like, what can you do if it was just a charade? I mean, he t- he offered him a contract. It was obviously a shitty one that he would never accept. But, like, what can you do? You know what I mean? So, I feel like it's a waste of their time. Because I feel like Timmy is a good hire. You know, a lot of people were wanting uh, Timmy to be the OC under June Jones for this run. So, I think Timmy is a good hire. Because also, you know, with Timmy being there, you know, also being a, a St. Louis uh, high quarterback, one of the better, like, one of the, one of the St. Louis high quarterbacks that really laid the groundwork for guys like Marcus and Tua, uh, as well as um, – Jeremiah Masoli, boom, remember that name, former Oregon quarterback, currently in the CFL. Uh, you know, Timmy laid the groundwork for them. You know, he's a Hawaii great, right? And uh, with him being there, it's already potentially luring back some of the players that have transferred on to other schools just this past offseason. As like I got told Shane before we started recording, uh, I just found out there's a loophole when it comes to the transfer portal. That if you transfer and you like have your destination set, like you know you're, you're like oh like let's say uh, Siobhan, whatever he transferred to San Jose, if he transfers, if he puts in the return to Hawaii before the start of the new year, the new school year, he can do that. Any player can, as long as you put it in that you know you know you want to return to your original school before the start of the new year, then yep. you are able to. That's a loophole in the transfer portal. I just found this out recently. Um, so it, you know, technically it could be the same thing for, let's say Caleb Williams, which obviously he's not, I actually saw a picture of where his, all of his shit shit's packed on a moving truck. I saw that earlier. Someone posted where like his vehicles on the truck, a bunch of boxes, Caleb's gone. Uh, which speaking of segueing that over to the next topic, apparently Wisconsin is the number one favorite for Caleb right now, which would be very fascinating. Actually give them their first great quarterback since Russ. Um, who also transferred to Wisconsin from NC State all those years back. So I think that would be a very interesting pick because it would also, you know, potentially put Wisconsin in a decent spot to actually really compete in the Big Ten where it's not just Michigan, Michigan State, you know, Ohio State and Penn State or, you know, Iowa. I'm I'm throwing you in there. Illinois. Dude, (laughs) Illinois had that one game, okay, beating a mediocre team called Penn State, all right? Just because that no-down overtime rule. Yeah, yeah. but (laughs) Which is dumb, by the way. All the overtime rules are done. Right. Agreed. Which is another topic for today because, obviously, you know, we got a big one here with Buffalo and Kansas City in the NFL, which a lot of people are talking about because Josh Allen had the fucking game of his career and didn't even touch the ball in overtime, which that's always been a topic for overtime in the NFL is making it where both teams have a chance to do something. You know what I mean? Um, with that, Tyler, the floor is yours, man. You're the, you're the local Buffalo Bills fan. How are you feeling? Um, well, give us, all right, here's what I want you to do. Are you ready? I want you to give us your full emotions about how you feel in in the moment and how you're feeling now and really go into detail about it because I'm going to step out of the room to go get a package that just got here. So I'll be right back. (laughs) Well, well, in the moment I was going crazy when Gabe got that touchdown. You see what he did to that man, bro? He broke his, he put him on the floor. The first thing I did, text Clifton. I said, I said, appreciate it, my boy. And I, then he's like, I got you. And then the TV lagged or some shit, and I come back, and we got the ball again, and we're down. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And then Gabe comes back, comes through again. Four touchdowns, 13 seconds left. I text him. I said, 
I said, I appreciate that fourth touchdown. Potential game winner. Potential. You know what that means? That means probably not, a, pro- yeah. might happen, but probably not going to happen. Yep, yep, yep. You know what? Fucking Patty. 13 seconds, dude. And it is a Buffalo. I mean, I expect to be let down. I expect to be let down, you know? It's all part of the process. Yeah. And then fucking, and then Josh, as soon he was like 9 and 0 on the year, except against Kansas City. He was 0 2 on the coin toss, obviously. Should have, should have picked tails, I think. Or did he pick tails? I'm not sure. I, I don't know what he picked. Unfortunately, I, I, didn't get to, I didn't get to watch that ending of the game. He should have picked heads. I'm, I'm pretty sure he picked tails. He should have picked heads because as soon as he picked, uh, as soon as we didn't get the ball, I was like, well, we're fucked because the 13 seconds just drained us. It drained me, man. As soon as, as soon as I got that fuck, I was like, well, we fucking lost. I was like, even if we get the ball, we're probably going to lose just because we have no, we just, we just momentum. Yeah. We literally took it all for that 13 seconds. And then Leslie Frazier needs to, Sean needs to just fire him. Like, oh shit. Like that's the all bills. Mafia is like, man, fire, fire Frazier. Let Dayball go. Bring in Ken Dorsey because shout out to the U. Big time. Hey, he, him, and uh, Josh. Josh finally got. Uh, Sean said there is not going to be a new office coordinator without Josh Allen uh, getting his little input. Yeah, kind of what Rogers wants. Yeah, but we're giving it to Josh because giving it to Josh, you know, like fifteen years early compared yeah. to Aaron. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And you know, Josh. Josh is like, well. We got a guy here already, so it's, it's going to be Ken Dorsey. There's a, no doubt in my mind Ken Dorsey going to be the new office coordinator. Give Ken Dorsey two years as OC, and he'll be a head coach in a couple of years calling it right now. Yep. And whatever team he goes to, I will support, unless it's the Packers. And then, yep. But right. obviously, I don't think going to happen. They got, they got Matt. They're good, but I, just, I still need to put that little asterisk beside it. Big facts. Love me some Ken Dorsey. Hell yeah. But like, like I said earlier <laughs> on that, it is a damn shame that Ken Dorsey is still the best quarterback that we've had in the past 20 years. And I'm, that's no shot at him. That's just a shot at the program. Until? Maybe t- maybe TVD. TVD. Yeah. Again, no shot at Ken because he was obviously a very good college quarterback. But yeah. that's a shot at us as a, as a program. Well, <laughs> like, we need, we need to do better. Y'all got some cats up there. That yeah, are, yeah. Or down there. I don't know geographically yeah, where y'all located. Down there. Way down there. All right, hold Way on, down hold there. on, hold on, hold on. Well, Hawaii's down there too, so hold on, hold on. Did, did you really get confused on where Miami <laughs> no, was? Because I don't know how to, we got to address this. Hold on. No, because I'm trying to figure out how to map. Like, if it's leaning, like which way is leaning on the world? You know what I mean? I mean, either way, it's down there. I'm way pr- down there. I'm pretty positive <laughs> that right. Los Angeles is above us. Yes. Okay, so that makes sense. Okay, so yeah, down there. Yeah, Los Angeles is like. Uh, now, I could be wrong with the time, but it's it's closer to like Seattle, if I'm not mistaken. Like it's well, no, I guess San Fran would be would be. No, Los like L A is down towards Southern uh, Cal Cali. Yeah, well, I'm I talking about, about San Diego like, is down there. Like, L A and San Diego is very close. Okay. Talking about like if you lay a flat, I think the United States is flipped like a little bit left is up. You know what I mean? Terrible football show is a huge geographic show. Yep. Hey, one of these days we're gonna have the cameras on and they can. <laughs> they can, they can I'm gonna see. bust. A, I'm gonna bust a map out, and I'm telling you, the United States is crooked. Like it's leaning with a dip to the right. Because also speaking of that, because Miami's holding everybody back. 
Yeah, Miami's on everyone back. Come on. <laughs> Speaking of that plug, we are going to video at the start of season two of the show. So Elton. Yeah, get excited for that. Way to have the spoiler, dude. Well, I mean, technically, I already announced it. True. Yeah, I did True. announce it in that end of 20. I, I, all I said was that terrible football show is getting video. I just didn't say when, but I guess that, there you go. There's when. You'll well, find I, out I, soon anyway. I didn't True. say when. Oh, you say when? I just did. Yeah, oh, start okay. of season two. But when's the start of season two? There you go. That's the bang, question. Bang, I, haven't, I haven't revealed that tuned. yet. But. <laughs> bang, bang, chicken wing. Man. But, um... Yeah. That's... What y'all thought of Buffalo game, though? That was one of the most electric games that I've seen in years. Like, the last game that immediately pops in my head that was just, like, pure electricity, What once again involves the Chiefs. It would be the Chiefs and the Rams, that Monday night game. That game was absolutely Yeah, horrible. when it was, like, 50 to 50 or something. Yeah, shit. there was multiple, like, I think there was, like, defensive TDs, lots of offensive scoring, over 1,000 yards in the game. I mean, unbelievable game, yeah. right? Unbelievable. Uh, that's the first next game that pops in my head of, like, just pure electricity. I wouldn't even say when the last two Super Bowls falls in that category, uh, especially not the last one. last one was very boring to me. Um, well, yeah, the Chiefs got blown out, right? Was exactly. Yeah. Uh, now, I will say the Chiefs and 49ers was pretty electric that second half it was, the comeback. Uh, comebacks are always electric to watch. Um, but, I mean, that, uh, that game was absolutely unbelievable. Those last two minutes, I imagine, as a, a Chiefs fan or a Bills fan, just takes years off your life. I mean, yeah, I was yeah. on Snapchat because that's really the only way I was getting any kind of updates on the game besides ESPN. And I have, a, I have buddies of mine that were fans of both teams, and, like, one one Snapchat story for 10 seconds long was, like, them cheering. The next 10 seconds was them, like, crying. And then it's like, bro, like, what is going on right now? It's a... Uh... Did y'all hear about Kelsey and he just said he's not going to run that route? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I also saw the mic'd up for it that's, where he was telling Tariq, he was like, hey, why don't you try doing this? Yeah, you know, that's, yeah. That's a shot at And this. see, and what really bugs me, there's two scenarios about that game that bugs me, and it, it's in references to other games that's already happened, right? So people were getting on to um, Dallas yeah. for, oh, well, you know, you couldn't do it in 14 seconds, and you were closer than what – Kansas City was, but Kansas City had three timeouts. Yeah, big difference yeah. there. So I mean, and that the fastest motherfucker on the in the league. Yeah, yeah, I mean that allowed them to throw that what 25, 30 yard pass to Travis Kelsey in the middle of the field yep. and still get down with time left because you right. know timeout. So that kind of bugged me. Also, going back even farther with the um, Rams Bucks game, um, people were taking videos of the that long past the cup. And oh, then, yeah, the, and then the ref, not the back judge, but the one that's on the defensive side, grabbed the ball and placed it. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Oh, this is the wrong ref that that not supposed to place the ball." <clears throat> Where was that ref when there was a Dallas game? Da, 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 da. Like it doesn't matter. Like a ref just has to place the ball. The, yeah, it, the difference is, in my opinion, that ref. Was, what, how how long was that that pass? About sixty yards, probably. Okay, Dax run was what twenty yards. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a forty-yard difference for a ref to run when there's already a ref back there. You know, yeah. that's just how I look at it. I, and I completely agree. I mean, it was definitely. I mean, of course, you can go and dissect tape to find out exactly, but I'm pretty sure the ref that that tried to get to the ball was easily the closest one. Yeah. So, I mean, they're not gonna they're not gonna try and make Dallas lose. And also try to make Tom Brady lose. That's just not how it works. Yeah. Like, you would assume Tom Brady's going to get that LeBron effect, mm. you know, but he wasn't getting it that game. 
Yeah, which I, I, thought, I saw a lot of funny skits as well um, with, like, Tom Brady after the game talking to the refs. And it's like, the guys, they were catching on on Twitter. Like, these people are getting smart. They can't think – they can't – they can't – RDC world. Yeah, they can't figure yeah. out that, uh, you know, we, we're trying to, you know, let you win, Tom. And <laughs> It's like we'll let you win next year. I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's like Rams, good job, keep doing your thing. You know, it's yeah, it's all scripted perfectly. You know, yeah, yeah. Now, dude, watching that game was taking some time, some taking some time off my life because I was just sitting there just watching all the Rams mistakes happen, and you know, Tom Brady being Tom Brady. I'm like, I swear to God, if the if the Bucks win, this is fucking scripted as shit. Yep. Man, <laughs> I was and, like, I've never been open to the idea of the NFL being scripted, but this is about to open my mind to it. This is bullshit. Oh, there's been a few times, especially when I'm like. Sitting there watching a game and it's a close game, um, my first immediate thought brings back to one one of the reasons why I disliked the the Steelers, because um, I was a big Arizona fan back in the day when they had Kurt Warner, yeah, yeah, and they were in the Super Bowl against them and Tampa Bay, ironically, and Arizona went down and scored. There was like a certain amount of time left. Don't know remember because that was so long ago. Too much time. But I literally called it. I was like, "Watch, Ben Roethlisberger is going to come down here and throw a last second touchdown." Yada yada yada, yeah. and. Guess what? Boom, 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 boom. Touchdown. Pittsburgh wins. I was like, scripted. It was bullshit. I, I still remember that play. It was a, uh, you know, Arizona was back at probably like their own like 20, 25 or so and just hit a fucking dart to Larry Fitt over the middle. And Larry Fitt just took it took it to the house. And at that moment, I was watching it and I'm like, yeah, they scored too quick. Yeah. Like, this is going to come back to bite them. And then also another thing that comes back as far as the scripted thing goes is, Fucking New England two years in a row winning by a last-second field goal against Carolina and then um, uh, Rams. The Rams. St. Louis Rams. It's like, bro, what is this bull? I thought it was the Eagles. Was it? I thought it was the third Super Bowl. The first two Super Bowls they won was by a field goal. Vinny won both of those. Them playing the Panthers twice got me. They didn't play the Panthers twice. They didn't? No. Who the hell did the Panthers play? The Panthers Broncos. played Broncos twice. Well, I played Broncos and Patriots for the two teams. Panthers. Oh yeah, played. you're right. Did I not just say that? You said 2006, 2005. Panthers and no, Pan, he's talking about the most recent one, right? No, the one before the most recent. It was not Cam Newton. Uh, you talking about it was Panthers and Patriots? Talking about the one with Delone? Yeah, I could have swore, but it wasn't like 2004. 2003. Is New York and New England. 2011 is. Uh oh. You got one escape. Oh, here. Green Bay. Green Bay Pit. And then 2012 is uh, <laughs> the Harbaugh. Uh, the Harbaugh Bowl. Yeah, no, the Green Bay one. That game got me fucking sick. I love that Super Bowl because, like, that was right around the time, like, was Khalif. I remember in middle, being in middle school. Was I? No, I was, I was sophomore in high school. Sophomore in high school. And I remember. Wiz Khalifa was just kind of like popping off. He just came out with a song, Black and Yellow. Mm-hmm. And then Lil Wayne drops his his bomb, Green and Yellow, because he's a Packers fan. Yeah. Shit was fire. Bro, I got so sick after that game. Uh, Brady, he watched the game with me. I was right. 
It was Panthers Eagles. Are you talking about this? And then the Eagles. Are you talking about the NFC Championship? No. It was the Patriots versus Panthers, and the next year it was the Eagles. Yeah, that's what I said. Not the Rams. No, the Rams was before. Rams was their first one. Uh, Their first Super Bowl. Okay, I thought you meant back-to-back. No, 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 no. Okay. See, that's where you got me. Oh. Because I was like, hold up. There was a game in between. Yeah, it was uh, the Bucks and Raiders. The, yeah, the Bucks and Raiders with that fucking mess of a game, where like the starting offensive lineman, I think it was like with the center who was like, I, I think it was like an All Pro Pro Bowler, got like fucking brutally shit faced the night before the game and didn't show up to the game <laughs> for uh, for Oakland. Imagine, dude. Dude, uh, t- talk about disaster from the get go. Um, but anyway, so San Fran, Green Bay. Damn, they won three straight Super Bowls by three points. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's, New England? that's kind yeah. of when I was like, this could be scripted. And then like the Ben Big the Big Ben thing happened. I remember that touchdown like it was yesterday in the right side of the end zone, the two feet and everything, dude. I, I think it was Heinz Ward that caught it, if I'm not mistaken. Uh for the Arizona one? Yeah. No, that was San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah, San Antonio Holmes. Yeah, the the that amazing toe tip catch. Yeah, that was <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable catch. It really was. Uh, San Fran Green Bay. Uh, the only part of this game that I really got to see was like the last quarter. Uh, I got to say, I did. I, I really didn't see this coming. And you know, I got I got to also comment on one take that I still think is just a garbage ass take. I really do. Like, if you're listening to this show right now and you're a 49ers fan, you need to get the fuck over yourself. I'll say it up front. The take of you know of Aaron Rodgers on draft day where he said he's going to make sure that the 49ers regret not taking him for, like, the next 15 years. And 49er fans always love sho- shoving. Oh, well, he's 0-3 against 49 now 0-4. So now it would be, oh, well, he's 0-4 against 49ers in the playoffs. Is such a garbage-ass take. Like, bro, okay, look, I, I understand that Aaron only won, has won one Super Bowl. And, you know, San Fran's been to two in that time period and lost both. Uh, I get that. Like, I get where you're so well, he's only won one Super Bowl playoffs where it matters. But I'm like, are you really going to sit here and fucking defend me that you would rather have taken Alex Smith over Aaron Rodgers? Like, get the fuck over yourself. That is such a garbage-ass take. Oh. It really is, man. I'm sorry. That's a garbage-ass take. Like, the way I see it is, would you want to take one Super Bowl appearance and one win or two Super Bowl appearances and give me no the win, win and give no me the wins? Win. Give me the win. Give me the but win. do you know that if the 49ers do make it to the Super Bowl, that Jimmy G would have been a part of three Super Bowls? Yeah, no? he would have. One with New England and two with San Fran? Yep. Damn. Yeah. Uh, fucking nuts. Well, fucking nuts with how the game ended, but, uh, you know, there was no way Robbie was going to miss, especially after I saw that warm-up video, which also I saw the warm-up video he did in Dallas as well, which was also fucking hilarious, where he's in, like, the middle of the field warming up, and there's just two lines of Dallas Dallas, uh, cheerleaders going past him. He's just minding his business. I think that's going to be, like, I mean, I haven't really paid attention to the 49ers. They're another team I don't really like paying attention to. Um Mostly because of 49er John. Shout out if you, if you for, for whatever reason you listen to this show, man. I'm sure you're a great guy, Big but facts. you are a. How can I say You can this? say, you can cuss on this motherfucker. I know, I know. How can. I'm, trying, he, to, I'm trying to be respectful. Trying to be respectful. I'm trying to be respectful because I don't, I don't know him. I don't know I don't him know, personally. He, is he a scumbag? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he he does blast like a lot. Him and Acre go at it. Oh, yeah. But it's like, just, it just comes down to a thing to where like he is. It's, like, it's almost like. Blind faith in the 49ers. Uh, like, okay. Even like the years that they were yeah. garbage. He was like, 
we're winning it all. It's yeah, like one on, of the, one of those. Yeah. So uh, it's like, so it's like you know, I'm sure you're a great dude and everything. But ever since I've been listening to the Buzz, and that was it's been 18 years or whatever now. I can't. I I can't do it, man. I can't. So he's an idiot. I'll say it. He's a he's a, a diehard he's a, 49er fan. Just so he's an idiot. That. Uh, does he know other teams? Like you know them type of people. Yeah. I feel like, it's like only their team exists. I don't know if he's like that or if he's just acting like that. I'm pretty sure he's just acting like that. He's just that. He, I don't know. Like I said, he, and what frustrates frustrates me the most, and me and I think me and you talked about this a couple of weeks ago when I like first kind of started on the show. I was talking about 49, how I listened to the I buzz in 49 weeks ago. Well, it's been like a couple of months, okay, dog. months, whatever, whatever. Because I went like two and seven on episodes. So. True, but um. <laughs> I think me and you, Tyler, were talking about this when I, I was talking about I listened to the buzz and, you know, we were talking about this, the 49ers, a couple episodes ago. I don't even know what the number is, but I brought up 49er John as well again, and he's he had this weird take. You know, he was asked, and this was when, like, 49ers weren't really winning. They, they were kind of like they'd win mm-hmm. and lose, win and lose, win and lose. Mm-hmm. And he called into the buzz, and um, I think it was Marcus Elliott, um, told him, well, it's like, well, 49er John, who are you going for the Super Bowl? Like, at this point, like, they're like, n- in my on eyes, my n- not even yeah. in the conversation. Right. He's like, oh, my 49ers. But ever since he said that, they've been winning. Yeah. How? Why? Please tell me. 49er John, if, if you hear me, please tell me your secrets because I want to know. Oh, I, man, I got, a, I got a little story to tell y'all. Okay. So, my new job. My manager and the dude that trained me, both 49er fans, right? I'm sorry. I'd quit okay. immediately. Okay. So they, they don't talk they don't talk like talk shit or anything. So I'm wearing my bill stuff because, you know, got to. Uh, dude walk, my manager walks up to me. He's like, he's like, man, you're a Bills fan? I'm like, yeah. He's like, y'all got a really good quarterback. I kind of need him in uh, San Francisco when we get rid of Jimmy G. I'm sitting there. I'm like, y'all got to fucking trade Lance. Right. I'm like, hold up, why don't y'all why don't you know Josh <laughs> Allen's name? Like and he did this three straight days in a row, did not say Josh Allen. He's like, Man, I really like your quarterback. I'm like, say his fucking name. <laughs> like, Pay the man like, some respect. Like, say his name. I know I'm gonna get some heat tomorrow though. Cause Buffalo. Oh yeah, true. I'm not gonna wear my Bills hat. I, I hate to break it to you. I'll wear it on Thursday though, since people don't listen to it. Oh yeah. So. When you listen to the show, I'm gonna be wearing my Bills hat. Okay, okay. But he's gonna take a couple of days off. Also, you know, I was just now thinking about you know the 49er talk we're having right now. I don't think I've ever met a 49er fan where I can really tolerate them. That's not true. Darren was cool. You remember Darren, right? Oh yeah. Darren is cool. He would never trade with me in fantasy. Though. That's true. That guy was fucking man, diamond hands. That man <laughs> ghosted me for like fucking the whole entire year. Yeah, because he had Josh Allen and he was in our fantasy league and he had Josh Allen. But see, here's here's where. You got cucked, and I've said this before, was because Darren and Nick, who was also in the fantasy league, you know, they worked together. And Nick knew Tyler's play, where Tyler was just trying to get Josh, and Nick would constantly feed to Darren. Don't fucking trade him, Josh, no matter what. Because Darren and Tyler, like, like, you guys guys did work together, right? One day, the day that I got hurt, that – Okay. You know, so okay. So off. basically, you guys yeah. don't know each other. Yeah. So it was literally just Nick sabotaging you the entire time. What yeah. sucked was I had Kittle, and I was sending this motherfucker the whole entire package. I'm yeah. talking, I'm talking Kittle, two damn quarterbacks, <laughs> three running backs. 
The, the package. The for jo- just Just to piss you off. That was Nick's fault. That oh, was no. Nick's fault. I know. The fucking Cooper Cup logo. Yeah. Now, we had another coworker. I won't name drop them, but you probably know who they are. JG? No. I was going to say because he, he loved trading with me. No. Oh, the whole entire year, two no, years. No, I'm talk- no, I'm talking about someone that's a 49ers fan that we worked with. And they were insufferable. Uh, insufferable. What's the name start with? So a D. Damn, that's escaped him. Yeah, it's, was, it's, it's I'm trying. I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get there. <laughs> not not part of the team that we are on. They were part of the, the team uh, a couple hours away. Oh, yeah, uh, insufferable. Where it's like when the 49ers went to the Super Bowl. Like, oh, dude, I was so excited to go look at their Facebook. <laughs> and, I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. I forgot the, the 49ers were in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Yep. Well, with how hard they dropped <laughs> last year, they dropped right. last year because most of injuries. Most of his injuries. But still, like, yeah. that's just mind-blowing. Like, a team like that can just go to the Super And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. They're a good team. They are. They, they are. have a damn good defense. They, they've got a good, good run they've game. They've got a good defense. And I'm just saying, I, don't let them go to the Super Bowl. I, I it's going to be boring. Yes. Like, let, the, let there be another blackout, please. I, I really hope the, it's going to be the Rams out of the NFC. I really do. Matty Stafford deserves it. I do, but at the same time, I don't because – God, man, I do not want to see two years in a row the team playing in the home stadium. That would be wild. Also, but honestly, I mean, we've talked about this last week. Also, do we really ticket, think it's going to be in L.A., though? Also, the ticket that issue. That is true. The ticket issue is. I did see just today that they're starting to let San Fran fans, like, buy tickets now. Good. Because they go, go to the NFC Championship. They're getting a lot of heat for that. Yeah. <laughs> like The ticket situation down over there in L.A. is fucking wild right now. It's because they lost six straight games against San Fran. You can't lose another one. Yeah, because there was uh, the last time they played, it was like a home game for San Fran. I remember seeing about it everywhere because I remember uh, it was Kelly Stafford uh, that would put out about it where it's just like Matt was having to use silent counts. And meanwhile, here Jimmy G is <laughs> doing like fucking hard cadences, like because like it didn't matter. It was like a home game for him, which is wild to me. Speaking of wild, it baffles me that Cincinnati keeps winning the way they do when Joe Burrow gets sacked nine times. If I mean Joe Burrow was sacked fifty-two times in the regular season, you know what that for means? a league high, and he was sacked nine times in that Tennessee game. You know what that means? They knew something about drafting Chase over Penesul. They're like, this dude, can, uh, if he can score points, it don't matter if he gets sacked. Like, that's – it's that's it's, a, it's a credit to his toughness. That's a strategy. And, and that's the way I saw it. Um, I think it takes years to build, build a good line. That's true. One, Jamar Chase is a – I mean, as we've seen this year, yeah. he is a he's a game changer. Yeah. Like, he can change your team yeah. in one year. Is there a receiver in the draft this year like Chase? Versus, let's say – Damn, man. I, I don't know if I want to say nil or not because who's the second? Ockham. Ockham. Would you rather have that top receiver, which – Will like, probably be Garrett Wilson. Like one through six is like you can flip-flop any of them. There. With this year's draft, I got to be honest, I would I would go like O-line over the receivers. Yeah. If, if I was drafting a receiver – Only because the pool is so deep. Yeah. Yeah, the pool is very deep. I, I don't know, man. Like if I was a team, I wouldn't I wouldn't draft a receiver in the top ten. I don't think we'll see a receiver drafted in the top ten. I really don't, especially with who is in the top ten. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think we will because there's a lot of defensive and offensive yeah. Because I mean, needs. like e- even though New York 
uh, both New York teams have two two picks in the top ten. I still don't think we'll see a receiver. If we were, it, yeah. it would be it would be the Jets personally, but I don't I don't think it would happen. I think they're gonna like I think the Giants will focus on you know these categories here and the Jets there. I mean, I really don't think we'll see a receiver taken in the top ten. I, think I could we'll see, see the, the first Falcons receiver. maybe fucking up and taking one at seven. <laughs> fucking Traylon Burks. <laughs> I've been seeing Traylon Burks a lot at seven to to Atlanta probably could because of the. Felipe Franks. Mm-hmm. That's one hundred percent the reason I could see that. Felipe is in the Arthur Arthur Smith's ear. It's like, yo, I'm, just, I'm telling he's you, like, hey, one's a beast. Like, Matty Ice gonna have to retire eventually. Yeah. Might as well get this kid. Well, okay. I mean, let's go ahead and be honest. Felipe is he's not gonna do fucking shit for Atlanta. Let's go ahead and be real on that. Who's the backup? Josh Matt Rosen Shop? or Franks? Oh, I would Matt take. Shop? I would take. Is it not? No, Matt. Matt's been been gone. Hey, I'm just saying on Madden. Well, then it's, then I'm just saying Franks. on Madden 22, Felipe Franks is the backup. Okay, he's I, that guy. I'm just saying when Matt's gone, it's gonna be neither of them. <laughs> it's not gonna be from Franks or it's not gonna so, be Rosen. Franks so is gonna draft a quarterback. Is what you're Franks saying. isn't a franchise quarterback, but but he can he can get you some dubs. I, I mean, like I mean, the first time he went in there, hey. I think he threw a pick immediately. Hey. He can be Josh McCown. Just kidding. But, no, uh, when it comes to this draft, though, to answer your question, I would definitely go line. Uh, personally, I don't think we'll see a receiver go in the top ten. But, I mean, I do think there's some quality receivers out of this draft. I don't think we're going to get – I think the quality receivers out of this draft, uh, I don't know if it's going to be on the same level as the one that we had where it's like you have Jamar do the things that he's done, where you have Jalen Waddle, which has been a very quiet, explosive guy down in Miami because he broke – didn't he break Aquan Bolden's rookie record? For receptions. I mean, you know, Devontae Smith showed a lot of flashes for Philly, which honestly shocked me on that one. I, I'm going to be brutally honest. I, I did not expect to see Devontae do what he's doing. The uh, Heisman winner? That was because he won the Heisman. Bro, let's be honest. The Heisman winner doesn't mean shit in the NFL. It's just exactly. a fucking extra thing. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. I will say one thing. If Jamison and the other Alabama receiver, I forgot his name, Mechie, Me- Mechie, if, Mechie, if they weren't hurt and they were both healthy, for one, I think the Georgia game probably would have been a little different in the mm-hmm. next championship. But going forward, like as far as their NFL careers and as far as like the receiver class in total, I think it could have been, it can be just as good, if not better, than last year's class. Right. Because really, you got to think it was really Jamar Chase, Waddle, Devontae Smith, Henry Ruggs. It was really those four guys, and then there was a huge drop off. I mean, this one, I mean, there's. check that because I. I'm fact check that. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You said Henry Ruggs. Henry yeah. Ruggs was here before. He or was. Yeah. No, I thought he, he was. No, he was this year. Yeah, he was, a, was he? he was a rookie this year. No, he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't? No. Him and the Arnett dude or whatever. Nope. That was the year before. 2020. Okay. We, cool. This was the 2021 well, draft. I mean, that, that even shit. that even okay. speaks yeah. with me. It, that even speaks. That, that helps me anyways because there's top three, and then to me there was a big drop-off. There is because I think the next receiver taken was the Tony kid out of Florida who went to the Giants, had one single game of greatness. Yeah, and then did. the other one was Rashad Bateman to Baltimore, who I don't think played a majority of the year. And then after that, it was... Um, Probably Amari Rodgers to Green Bay out of Clemson, nope. maybe. No, it nope. was... Um, I, I, I got to pull it up. I, I literally have his name on the tip of my tongue. Hey, you're really going to be pissed whenever you find out the team because you've mentioned them multiple times. Yeah, no, I... I it was, another, was another first he was round? A, yeah, he was – no, he was uh, – Second round? Second round from a Big Ten school. And it was 2021 draft? Yes. Who is it? Do you know it? I don't – I literally haven't – He is in – he is the on the team that did not make the playoffs where three of the division 
teams have made the playoffs, and two of them playing against each other. Doesn't help me because I don't, I don't, I don't have the playoff picture in my in my head, bro. <laughs> <laughs> NFC, how about that? Let's help, let's help you out. Let's give you the division, the only team that did not make the playoffs from that division. Uh, which division was Giants? that? Oh, um, Jets. No, that's uh, that's, that's AFC. Dark. That's the oh, West. Yeah. It was Jet- the West. Yeah. So Seattle. No, he said I've missed him oh, quite a bit this year. Actually, just kidding. They did make the playoffs. Now that you said Seattle, <laughs> <laughs> they're the ones that did not oh, make it. Oh, I know who it is. It's Rondell Moore. Yeah, there you go. Out of Purdue. Yep. Yeah, with yeah. Arizona. And then, uh, but what about that receiver that the, also the receiver for the Jets that came out of um, Elijah 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 Moore he came out of Ole Miss. Was he? The he team? didn't have a lot of. He had a couple flashes for the Jets. But I mean, like I said, I mean, that's where I'm saying like this this receiving class could possibly be deeper than last year because honestly, last year I mean there was a lot of hype for Elijah Moore and yeah, yeah. Tony, but I mean even then there was like uh, five or six, and then it was Elijah a was ahead of Rondell Moore. My fault. I'll also go ahead and go out on record and say this right now. Out of this upcoming draft, the two receivers that are going to be the absolute best is going to be Traylon Burks and uh, Drake London. Really? Yep. I can see that. I stand by that. I, I Honestly, if it wasn't for Drake getting hurt, Drake would be the number one receiver off the board, in my opinion. Because, I mean, I mean, we are, we're doing our rankings. Um, yeah, we're doing our rankings right. here so in the near I'm, future. So, I'm sitting here and just looking. I'm just looking at, looking at yours, right? Right. The top five, you got Garrett Wilson, London, Burks, uh, Williams, Olave, which you don't have Mechie on there, which I think he could be a great receiver. Mm-hmm. And then also, uh, at Parker is it Parker Washington from Penn State? What's, what's the dude's name? Jahan Dotson. Yeah, Jahan Dotson. No, the, the – No, Washington, he's like a sophomore. Really? I thought yeah. I thought he the, Jahan Dotson. He, the one that dude the um the guy that had the, all those one handed pick up yeah, catches was, against us. Yeah, he because Dotson didn't play because he's I mean I kind of because he's because he set yeah. out. I yeah, know. Washington's coming back. Damn, he's young. I mean, he gonna be good. He's, hey, he's gonna be a good. Speaking of Penn State, let's uh let's let's throw throw a random dude's name out here because I got a bunch of them. Caden Saunders. He's an incoming freshman. He's gonna be pretty, pretty solid. He's from uh, a just like Drew Lar. So. But um, I mean, I mean, you've got five up here, and honestly, this receiving class could be even deeper once we get you, into like, our rankings. The top so. seven, eight, they're just all like to me. They're all one group. It is. Like, it's tough. Like literally, Dotson ain't even in my top five, and he Dotson can flirt with the top five though, and he can literally go in the first round like. Yeah, one or two, like obviously not one or two people, like the one first or two floor yeah, receivers, the first yeah. or the second, yeah, right. And like I said, it's definitely interesting, and I think all six, seven, eight of those guys can be an outbreaking kind of person, like Jamar Chase was. Yeah. Um, just gotta, I mean, of course, like any player, has got to be in the right place, right position, right kind of yeah. team, right kind of fit. So, I'll say out of that group, I do think Garrett Wilson has uh, the best possibility to be, like, the explosive receiver, you know? I think Traylon and I think Drake are going to be more so, like, Jalen Waddle types, where there's going to be very good, reliable receivers, put up a lot of catches, you know? Kind of like, um, you know, I, I feel like a good comparison into, like, pr- a pro player who, in my opinion, never gets the respect that he deserves until the end of the season is Mike Evans. Mike Evans is, like, one of the best receivers that we've had in the game 
for a while now, but it's just like when people talk best receiver, how often is he in the category for like, you know, top three? It's not because he's not doing, I mean, like you said, he's not doing all these flashy, big, long plays that everybody but he's gets so to see damn him. reliable. He is. Uh, I mean, and he's third never, down, he's red never zone. had a, a season not have over a thousand yards. That's unreal. Well, he's been in the league 10 years, uh, nine or 10 years, and yeah. he's, and eight of the 10, he's been, it's been a thousand yard season. Yeah, it's absolutely insane, bro. And that, that's how I feel when it comes to London and, and Burks. I feel like they can be like – I feel like they both can be like Mike Evans-type players, which, hey, that's a fuck – I'll take that. Oh, Hell, yeah. Fun fact, uh, Traylon Burks' NFL comparison is Vincent Jackson. Hey, Vincent Jackson and Mike play very similar, so I, I'm down for that, you know. I'm that's trying, not too far off. I'm trying to get London's comparison, but my phone was tripping right now. Well, so, you see, my ideal spot, even though I don't really like the Patriots – my ideal first spot for Traylon would be That's, New, New England. That would be nasty. I, I can keep seeing that. That would that would be a great hey. landing spot for him. NFL, NFL comparison for Drake London, hmm. Mike Evans. Boom. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Let's go. J- just in case, just in case you think it's a lie. Say uh, Drake London. Mm-hmm. Scroll down. Somewhere down here. Somewhere. In pro comparison. There. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Yep. Mike Evans. I, I'm telling you, I think they both. Yeah. And and again, with 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 Burks being Vincent Jackson, that's not far off either. Because Vincent and Mike, when they played together in Tampa, bro, they were very similar styled receivers. Yeah. So uh, that's not far off. I'm telling you, I feel like the, I feel like both these guys. The only thing, the only thing I would I would, I mean, the body type's not really there, right? The only reason why, I mean, Vincent. Don't get me wrong, Vincent was a really good receiver, but he was also six five. Yep. Yep. I mean, Traylon's only 6'3". Drake should be 6'5", I think, right? I'm pretty sure he is. Uh, He is most definitely... I think 6'5". 6'5", 210 pounds. Boom. Yeah, I think Traylon's like 6'3", like 220. Yeah, he is. Which is still a good size for a receiver. He's a big dude. Yeah, it's a great size for a receiver. I'm here for that. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's segue back over to some pro talk. Uh, what do you guys think about the futures of, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom? Tom kind of left his future very open in the air where he, for the first time ever, he really talked about kind of being unsure. And he talked about his family where it's like, you know, my wife deserves like a good husband to be there. My kids deserve to have their dad be there. You know, the, the, that sort of talk is, that's the first sign of retirement on the way. And, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, you know, he, you know, of course had, uh, his final, Aaron Rodgers Tuesday with Pat, and one thing that he did say is that uh, this will 100% be sorted out well before free agency. Yeah, Because will, he did say that it's a disrespect to the organization not figured out before. Yeah, I, uh, I was listening to ESPN all night on my way home from work last night, and they kept playing the clip or whatever and talking about it. And um, they, they did say that Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady both came out and said that you know, whatever their decision is, whether it's to stay, retire, go to another team, as far as in like Aaron Rodgers' case, um, it is going to be settled before eight free agency. Yeah. Um, but the thing is with Tom, like I would, I would love. You have no idea. I will, I'm going to throw a house party when he retires. Casey, <laughs> you're invited. <laughs> but the thing is, as I've been saying this for ten years. Dude. I've literally been saying this for ten years. I just want the motherfucker. If he retire. if he retires, like, I'll throw a house party. But I'm like, okay, he wins his fifth Super Bowl. Oh, he's gonna retire. Oh, he wins the sixth. Oh, he's definitely gonna retire now. Oh, he's won a seventh. He's gotta retire now. But he just keeps coming back and keeps performing and keeps doing the things he's doing. So I don't know. We'll see. See, three years ago, you could have been like, Tom Brady needs to retire. I'd be like, fuck yes. Now I'm like, 
I don't really give a fuck if he retires because now we got to face fucking Patty every year. That's like, true. Pat Mahomes is a new fucking Tom Brady for Buffalo, except there's no hatred for Pat like there was Tom. Right? I did I did like, see one thing that I, I do agree with. I do see um, – I saw a comparison between Josh Allen and um, Pat Mahomes. It's going to be like the new uh, – was it Rodgers and Brady or nah, something? Brady? Manning, Manning, Manning. Manning and Brady. Yep. Yeah. I can see that. I, I like that. I like that comparison a lot. But do you like that comparison? Because, like, the comparison is that, in your case, Josh would be like Peyton, which means you're not going to the Super Bowl very often, but it's going to be Guess gonna what, be though? <laughs> hey, guess what, though? I just want to go at this point. I don't, I will take a fucking loss. How long just has it been? Let it, Since 90, 93. Yeah, 93 was the last one. That was when we got beat the second time against Dallas. Yep. All it three. Wasn't, it wasn't the, the blowout, though. All, all four of your losses. NFC East. By NFC East. That's teams. why. So Washington, Giants, and uh, Dallas. Dallas. That's why my hatred for Philly is not as strong as the other three, which, I mean, I, I came back full circle to Yeah, you came New back. Yeah, Giants are now your second favorite team. Yeah, New Jersey. New Jersey Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know. No, I don't think either one of them is going to retire. I really don't. I mean, Tom, I mean, he threw for 5,300 yards, bro. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's going to retire. I think he's at least got another year in him to see if he can get another ring, especially while they can still have this team together. Because yeah. uh, this team is special. Like we've like we've said see, before, this team is like a Madden team. I just don't see Godwin coming back. No, I think Godwin's gone. Which, well, I don't know. Future reference, uh, there might be a pick in there to replace Godwin. So. I was about to say, I mean, this this you could very well see same Tampa Bay trade up, take a a, a pick in the in the second round. The, the same college as Godwin, Dotson. Okay, Dotson. He's he's got Dotson going to Tampa. Okay, I got, do it. It. got Indeed, it. I do. And then for Aaron, I see no way that he's retiring. He's just going to move on to another team. Personally, well, I don't know. I mean, he's open to staying in Green Bay, but he's got to figure out what we're going to do because he's openly said after the game he is going to be part of a rebuild. Which fair? What quarterback his age and at his level wants to be part of a rebuild? You know, fuck that. I mean, it would be dumb. Yeah, would exactly. Be the, but the Packers are going to be like what well, minus forty eight, forty eight million dollars over the cap. I, I guarantee you, Tom Brady would do it. Ah, no. He went. Look where the, he went. The, the only way. Tom- and look what he did. He won. Yeah, but he didn't go to a rebuild. But he it went to a team. A but no, it wasn't. They that rebuilt good. through free agency because they had yeah. sixty million dollars to mess with. Yeah. yeah, they wasn't that good though. You're right. <laughs> like, but when you moving into a, a I mean, Jameis threw for five thousand yards. <laughs> like you're also throwing nine hundred times a game. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. out there fucking Trayvon Diggs in a bitch. He's just thirty interceptions. You never, 30 TDs. you never know what's gonna happen. He's just gonna toss that shit up. But um no I agree honestly I don't see him coming back to Green Bay no chance as much as I as much as I would love to see it they would have to literally give the team to Aaron Rodgers in order for him to stay I'm no. talking like make him GM make him head coach make him OC they let him head of personnel see, I think at this point I do think he's open to staying in Green Bay like I feel like the animosity is gone it's just more so like what's gonna what's gonna make him leave Green Bay is the fact that. Hey, guys, you know, our money situation is kind of fucked. Who are we going to actually get? Or what are we going to do with Devontae? Because Devontae's set to be like a free agent. You know, you're just going to tag him. We're going to resign him. You know, Randall's going to be out the door because Randall's going to be due $9 million. They're not going to pay him that for what he's kind of worth as a player. No offense to Randall. He's had a great career. Um, but it's just, You can take him to a different team with him. Yeah. You know? I mean, honestly, I, I st- I'm going to go continue to hammer this. I still think he's going to go to Denver. I, I still I, I, I think, I think that, so, too. I think Denver I think, and Pittsburgh. I think I, that's two. 
Pittsburgh needs a quarterback. I mean, Mike Tomlin did go on the record saying that if they're going, you know, if my if Ben did retire this early in the season, that he doesn't plan to, you know, he's planning to go veteran status. He's not drafting. Yeah. So, and and let's be real, let's be real, Mike Tomlin. When you look around and you see like the Lamar Jacksons of the world, the Joe Burrows, and you see like yeah. the Josh Allen's, you're gonna potentially face Patty Mahomes. You're not gonna be fucking stepping up in the room like, let me get have, Desmond. We have Mason Rudolph. <laughs> you know, like, hey, look at us, we're competitive. We've got Josh Dobbs. <laughs> Josh, I think Josh got cut. Josh is doing TikToks now. <laughs> oh, is he? He's doing. Uh, yeah, Josh is gone. He's doing videos about like what's the greatest stadium to ever play in, other than your home stadium or some shit. Oh, really? I watched the video. I was like, what the. F-? Well, they, like, they, yeah. they, I thought you was on a team. No, they moved on from him because they got Dewey Haskins. God damn. Yeah, oh, they, that's yeah, right. They got, they got Dewey. I, I forgot about that. No, but, like, I mean, I still think Broncos are going to make a heavy push for the offense coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, out of Green Bay. And once that happens, I think Aaron's going to go with him. I think it's that simple. I really do. It's like – And, and like you know. I was talking to my buddy Sean at work, um, and he's a Cowboys fan. But Naturally. I was – Yeah, but – Damn near everybody's a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I know. That's why the Washington needs to be the Red Hawks, dude. I'm telling you, you can flip a whole state. You can flip. You can damn near flip a whole, a whole entire state in the same division. In the same too. division, dude. that would fuck a, a long time heated rivalry, which would be great, fuck dude. Everybody, that would be great. But um, this state would be split in half between Washington fans and Dallas fans. 100. percent What it would be would be like the southwest and south corners would be Dallas, like the ones closest to Dallas, and like everybody up from that. Yeah. Well, well also Arkansas will be Dallas, like uh, Fayetteville and all that. So yeah, true. Yeah, you have like all the Jerry Jones like cocksuckers on the one side, <laughs> and then you have everyone else who's just like, oh, cool, Arkansas Razorbacks and reference on this John- side. Jonesboro will be the part of the the Dallas part because they're not going to support anything that's hogs, you know. True. Well, except like WalMarts and shit. Can't find no Arkansas State shit nowhere. True, but um. I was talking to him about it, and I was like, don't be surprised if, you know, Denver hires Green Bay's OC, Aaron Rodgers goes there, yep, and they, they're just throwing money at Aaron and get Devontae. Don't be surprised about it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ride the Devontae to Vegas train for till something happens. Yeah, you're going to keep riding that for the Derek Carr connection. They played in college together. Yeah, I mean, I like that. I mean, I think that would be the second bet. But they need a receiver besides Hunter Renfro. What are you Brady. talking about? He's a he's a top three receiver in the NFL. <laughs> okay, Brady. <laughs> but yeah, I just I, I just really see it. I mean, especially with the cap room that Denver has, I think we're in the like top five or whatever of mo- so. most of uh, most cap that we got. I think yeah. it was. I think we checked it two episodes ago, and it was like last episode. Last episode because I checked it too. Yeah, because yeah, it was like because he he pulled out the Saints. It was like forty million or something like that. Yeah, speaking of Saints. Speaking of Saints, yeah. Negative 71 million. I just noticed you haven't said shit about that. Well, well, no, not yet. Okay. But we were getting there. I was actually going to use uh, the segue whenever you said My friend Sean, I was going to follow up after that conversation. Speaking of Sean. Speaking of Sean. You brought up up money, and I'm sitting there. Hold up. There was a team that ain't got no money. Yeah, Yeah, I know. (laughs) Sean Payton, man. uh, Don't be surprised if the replacements comes in and plays for the Saints. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest. (laughs) Now, Sean Payton came out with his interview today. Said that uh, he's you know he's taken he he said he's not retiring he doesn't like that word because he's like I could see football still in my future that could even involve coaching but he's just like my heart's not in it right now you know it's just not in it right for this time so he's 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 out he's just waiting on Jerry to get pissed off at Mike McCarthy so I can offer him a job also uh, Shane 
sixth. Six for Denver. They six. have currently like 40, 44.8, but of course that could possibly go up and change depending on who they can get rid of, you know, to you know, kind of bring it up a little bit. But or Teddy, depending on what Teddy's contract oh, looks shit. like. I forgot I, Teddy was there. I, I don't know, but yeah, 44.8 currently. Because I know that figured it was around 38, 40. Because I know the Bears have a okay cap to make like maybe like one or two decent moves like we're number t- we're, we're 10th right now we're currently 34.3 million but i know for a fact there's at least two players that can help give us some space one of them being eddie golden i see no chance he comes back to chicago no chance buffalo has 10 million don't they yeah not much but anyway you know but i mean you've got your team set i mean you've yeah, got you, no well you guys we need a defensive player now we need, you, we need another linebacker. Look, you you need some defensive help, and I'll go ahead and still say it. I still think you need a, 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 a true number one running back. I don't think it's Singletary. I agree. I don't think it's See, Singletary. 100% agree with that. Singletary is – he's up there now. He's like a playoff Lenny. That's all he is. He's a playoff guy. He had 29 yards last game, and it felt like he had about 90 yards <laughs> because he, he came out the gate so strong, and then he just disappeared. Because right. we ain't got a second. Because I don't know what the fuck Moss is doing. I haven't I haven't heard of Moss in like three months. Maybe he's hurt. I don't know. Then we got uh No, you guys need a, a true number one running back, and you need to work on your defense, and maybe kick Ed Oliver in the ass. Tell him to fucking get his shit together. Because what the fuck's he done for you guys? He broke that horse last year, man. <laughs> okay, dude, he was that was, was last year, right? Because I I, I will yeah. say one thing. Yeah. When I was really like, I really was. Lights watching the Bills play was when they had LaShawn. And like when when LaShawn was playing well. Hey, talk, oh, yeah. like that, that trade was, was always interesting electric. to watch. That trade that was right so great. there. You trade your your one of your top tier linebackers for a top tier running back. They traded Kiko, right? Kiko. Mm-hmm. And then Kiko gets traded the same year that happens. And I'm like, we just won that fucking trade. Oh yeah! Hell yeah, you did. It was great. I yeah. love it. We, let's ride it. Let's do it. Well, again. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys were able to capitalize on that since things fucking fell apart with Marshawn. Well, true. Marshawn didn't want to be there. We didn't want him there. Well, I mean that's true. He's he's a West Coast guy. <laughs> we we had Fred, Fred Jackson. Fred was a beast. Hey, and also don't forget about Fred Taylor back in the day. Fred Taylor, he was Maurice Jones Drew. That was fun to watch, that, too. That tandem was part of the reason why I started liking the Jags and why I consider them like it my wasn't number two Ma- team. It wasn't Matt Jones? No, I don't give a shit about that. Hey, the only thing in the NFL. <laughs> okay, the, the only thing in the NFL I can remember Matt Jones doing was he scored a touchdown and he punted the ball and he got fun, he got flagged for it. Yo. That's literally the only the only thing I can remember Matt Jones in the NFL for, other than cocaine. But and marijuana. No, I started liking the Jags because of those two backs and David Garrard mostly. David David was not. Oh, Cleo Lemon was Miami. You're right. Uh, yeah, Cleo. Garrard was pretty. He was pretty solid. He was. Like, he like was Garrard. a very underrated quarterback. He was. And he also dealt with some. Uh, I think it was. I think it was diabetes, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was diabetes that he was dealing with. Kind of like Jay. Jay. Jay also yeah, deals I, with I liked Maurice Jones Drew. He was at a UCLA, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I watched him in college, and then when he because he was drafted by the Jags, and I remember, like he was a, he was a, he didn't give a fuck. He was a dude yeah. was like he was like five eight two forty. Yeah, yeah. just pounding people, dude. He give no fucks. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because when he was interviewed on uh, you know Pat show, that's basically what he said. Where it's just like you know the qu- question was just like you know with your size whatever do you have to like do s- certain things differently? And he basically says like 
do you see how tall I am? It's like, you just got to do what you got to do, man. <laughs> or something like I that. Mean, yeah. I thought that was and, funny. And, and, you know, we see all these memes these days with Saquon and his quads yeah. and stuff. Oh, my God. You yeah. remember Jason? Like, his... Yeah, it was literally looking like an like a fucking tank. It was like it was it was a little five eight tank, yeah. man. <laughs> it was a little brutal. rolling ball out there. Yeah, he man. was, dude. Shit. Oh, anyway, anyway. Uh, so, how are we feeling about Sean, man? Because honestly, in my opinion, all this is telling me is the dude said, "Fuck this, I don't want to deal with this quarterback situation. I don't want to deal with seventy one million cap. I'm a ditch for a year. I'll come back in twenty twenty three and be a coach somewhere else." That's what I see this as. I straight up. I agree. Hey. I didn't think the Saints were going to be dumb enough to let him do that. I figured they would try to trade him and right, get yeah. something out of it. Yeah. But I didn't know like I've only seen one ever one coach ever get traded in my life. Which was John. Yeah. Yeah. So and right. w- with this situation as well, I will also add it, uh, Dennis Allen, their DC, looks to be poised to be the new head coach because I know he is now backed out of the Chicago Bears interview for head coach. Which I, I didn't want him anyway, so I don't give a fuck. But he was supposed to interview with us on Wednesday, and now he's backed out of it, and he was at the press conference. I don't know if they've already announced that, oh, yeah, he's the head coach, or they're going to do a formal interview search, well, but I, did, I think he's poised for it. I, but say, I did hear something. I It, it could have been earlier, but they were coming out. They said that New Orleans, I think it might have been from Adam Schefter, that he's, they're going to come out and do a presser tomorrow, I think. Mm, okay. But I'm not sure. Gotcha. Uh, I know, and then I, I did see with the Raiders as well. Apparently, they're going to make a heavy push for Josh McDaniels, but I still don't. I, I still just don't see that guy leaving New England. I really don't until until Bill's gone. I feel like Josh wants that New England job more than anything, so I, I don't. I don't see him going anywhere. Um, but speaking of going places, Tyler, how are you feeling about uh, Joe Sharon being hired as GM and probably Brian Dayball going with him for uh, the Giants? How are you feeling about that? I like it. I like it because it helps Dayball out, but it also helps us out because now we can put Ken Dorsey as the OC and we're not really missing a beat, you know? Yeah. Because Dayball, he needs his own team. Like, you can't just sit there and be an offense coordinator. I know I, I say know your role. Well, right now his role is to get the fuck away from Buffalo. Right. Because you got your you got one of your top guys going to a new team. Of course – you're going to have that connection. So, right now is the best ten, best time to go with them, you know. And then you you can potentially have Russell Wilson, which I mean. And or Deshaun Watson, depending on that legal situation. Yeah. And if not, try and fix Danny Dimes. Uh, there ain't no fixing them. I'll go ahead and say it. See, hey. I don't – I disagree. People said the same thing about Josh Allen. I disagree. And I, I do I do see Danny Dimes, if he gets the right coordinator and the right kind of team around him, he can – I don't think he'll be a pro bowler, an all-pro, but – Decent. He, he will be I mean, a, a – An average quarterback. He'll be hey. like what Eli was early, right? A game manager, a, a player that is not going to lose you games. He might not necessarily win you games, but kinda he's not like, going to – Kind of like Jimmy. He, yeah, he's not going to lose you games. Kind of like Jimmy, because that's, that's all Jimmy is. He won't trip. Before the oh my god, (laughs) this man will never get past that. (laughs) Poor Danny, poor Danny, bro. A couple weeks ago, Pat, Pat, uh, threw him under the bus. Yeah, Pat, Pat did throw him under. That was funny. That was funny as shit. (laughs) Um, 
Talking about my Bears, man, we finally got our GM in place. Uh, Ryan Poles. I do think it's kind of funny that it's like a fusion of Ryan Pace and Nick Foles, but we're not going to fully address that. Uh, from KC, uh, apparently this guy is absolutely beloved. Everyone loves the hire. Everyone loves this guy, and he's been kind of being poised for this sort of position for a while. He's been the director of college scouting since, like, 2017. But before that, he also helped with scouting. So, like, he helped scout, like, Patrick Mahomes and stuff, for example. But he got the official position in 2017. He's been with the Chiefs since 20 uh, since 2009. Did Dude, you, dude's been around. Did you see he wa- he was undrafted free agent? Yep, for Chicago. Okay. Yeah, that's where he started his career, was in Chicago. Ironically. Uh, now, I will say one thing, man. Uh, it was actually from a Barstool guy. I don't know if you guys saw this. I think, it's na- I think his name is Barstool Champ. Uh, he's a, He lives up in Chicago. Dude, he had such a terrible-ass take on George McCaskey going to the airport to pick up Ron Poles. Did you guys see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, George McCaskey personally went to the airport to pick up uh, Ryan Poles, and this barstool champ guy just was just trashing it. Where it's just like, you know, you you are you are like the owner of the Bears. Send a fucking limo. Do this. Do that. Like it's like you, this is a fucking joke and blah blah. And I, when I read his tweet, I'm like, this has got to be a joke, right? Like I, I read it where it's like this is. It sounds like he's being over the top sarcastic. And then it, he put up a follow up statement where he hard double downed on it. And I'm like, all right, this is a terrible ass take in my opinion. Like. I mean the. I mean I feel like it, I feel like it's you know if I was a GM candidate and the owner personally came to meet me I would be like oh, that, that'd be cool to me and and yeah and I agree um you know if I was uh, taking a GM spot and knowing how busy an owner can be to take time out of his day to come pick me up personally that's definitely a a, a bigger nod to him than sending somebody to pick me up so. I mean, I I definitely agree. So what Tyler is showing us right now, which uh, I did see the report, uh, I think yesterday, that the Bears and did actually reach out to Jim Harbaugh, and there was some mutual interest. What Tyler is showing us just now, from a source that I that I actually fully trust, that's Bears Nation, right? Is what you showed me. Yeah, that's one of the sources that I follow that I do trust. Has some pretty good info. Uh, that apparently Jim was wanting a contract upwards of $100 million for the contract. So that's one reason why that those talks probably didn't kind of go further from there. But, you know, one thing that I do really like about Ryan already that's very different from Pace, because when Pace was hired, Pace didn't want to really, like, rock the boat, and he kind of just rolled with it with John Fox and just like, okay, whatever. Ryan Poles basically, from every from every insider and news that I've seen, from sources yeah. that I personally trust, Ryan Poles just fucking stood up, put his dick on the table, and said, I'm doing the interviews. He demanded that he wanted to do the head coaching interviews going forward, and George is letting them. So, like, the interviews that were done today, which I think today was Jim and... Caldwell, that is. Yeah, Jim Caldwell, correct. Not Harbaugh. Yeah, not Harbaugh, <laughs> thank you. And then I think the Indy, D.C., how do you pronounce his last name? Everfluss? Everfluss. Everfluss? Yeah, I, don't know I, I, I think it was Matt Everfluss and Jim Caldwell. That was today. Tomorrow is – no, today might have been Dan Quinn, and tomorrow is Matt Everfluss. Either way, uh, Ryan interviewed them alone, just him. And he, he did those That's second good. interviews, and he is going to expand the interview pool if he doesn't really mesh with one of these three. Because these three are obviously – all their second interview. So these are what George McCaskey considers final fi- finalist, essentially. But, uh, yeah, Ryan Pohl essentially put his dick on the table there and said, no, I- I'm, I'm going to do this. That's what y'all fucking need. Yeah, yeah I was about to say <laughs> that. I mean, that's what, at this point, that's what Chicago needs. But here's, I mean. here's another thing that got me really excited. So one of my GM candidates that I would have liked to see was Omar Khan out of Pittsburgh. Uh, he did interview with Chicago. 
I did hear about the interview. The interview was confirmed and everything, but apparently he did not interview for GM position. Apparently he interviewed for Ted Phillips position because Ted Phillips is set to retire next year. So, yo, if we do that, like, well, let's go ahead and hire Omar now. Yeah. And, you know, because Ted's all Ted's going to be working on, you know, that's already confirmed from George. He's not dealing anything football ops right now. Is Ted's basically just all he's working on is Arlington Park, our, our new our new stadium that we put a bid on. That's it. That's all Ted's working on for the next year until he retires. So, yo, if we want to bring in Omar Khan from Pitt, uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Especially since Omar actually knows football. I've said it since day one. Ted Phillips doesn't know a damn thing. He probably he probably doesn't even know what a first and ten means. Like Ted Phillips is a fucking moron when it comes to football, but he's a damn good businessman. He probably thought he's a Nagy. fucking idiot. He probably that. thought Nagy was good. Man, speaking of that, I saw <laughs> someone make a joke earlier where it's just like one one guy's just like, I mean, I really hope they hire Matt Everfluss just so George McCaskey can come out and say, Ron and Matt are our football guys, just like how it was for the past, like, four years. And I'm just like, please don't put this on us. <laughs> no, like, I got to say, yeah. as a Bears fan, I am very disappointed with the candidates that we got left because I really wanted an offensive-minded guy, obviously. We got a uh, rookie quarter, uh, second-year quarterback now that we got to work on. Uh, but thankfully, Leslie Frazier's out, from what I've heard, which, De- thank fucking God. Fucking day boss. It was going to be the most true Chicago Bears move if we hired Leslie Frazier. Defensive guy, and he played for the 85 Bears. True move by us. Could not be more true. The most, the more true thing that we could have done is call up fucking Mike Singletary, who last coached for the AAF Memphis Express, that's yep. what they were. It's just like, hey, you want to come be head coach? I know you fucking bombed for 49ers. You didn't do shit in the AAF, but you want to be our head coach? You're part of the 85 Bears. You're a Hall of Famer. It would just been the most true fucking Bears move. But even with the candidates that we got, I still think it's fucking Bears moves. Yeah. You know, all pretty much all, you know, we have, yes, one offensive guy with Jim. Jim's a great head coach, and I would love to see him get a shot in the league somewhere. I just don't want to see him here. Because I want, like... Y'all don't need... I want a true offensive, like, fucking guru. Y'all don't need a, a little single. Y'all need a fucking triple or a home run higher. Yeah, we do. Like, y'all Hardcore. can't... Y'all can't afford to... We can't repeat this. You can't You can't waste Justin Fields right now. I know. Like, no, we, we, we can't, bro. We really can't. Like, out of these candidates, like, if it actually did come down to these three, Matt, Jim, and Dan, give me Dan. For one main reason... Dan is very well respected and loved around the league, and the man can build a staff, and that's yeah. all I'm looking at. Because you look at his staff in Atlanta, the dude had a good damn staff. Okay, you know, you know, all he needs to do is just be the head coach. He doesn't need to do what Nagy tried to do and failed at for four years of being the head coach and the OC. You know what I mean? They're like, the, like some of the good head coaches that we see around the league, they let their coordinators do the work. You know what I mean? Like. And, and that's one area that Chicago has failed at. Like, you know, Dallas. Mike McCarthy lets his guys do the calls. You know, same thing with Tampa. Brian Leftwich, Todd Boyles, they make the calls. Same thing with Buffalo. Sean McDermott lets Brian Dayball and Leslie Frazier make the calls. You know, you need, like, those, yep. you know, same thing with uh, New England. He lets Josh and I think is, is Matt Patricia back at D.C.? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You know, they, they they make the calls. You know, like that. You know, a head coach needs to just manage the game. You know what I mean? That's what a head coach needs to do, and that's where Chicago has failed because you had this fucking coach that was so adamant on just being an OC the whole time and failed the entire time. Yeah. So if you know, out of all these guys, give me Dan because I know he can build a hell of a staff. But you know, with uh, Ryan Poles making the interview process and expanding the pool, I would still think that he would maybe call in. Byron Leftwich for a third interview because I think Byron already had a second for us. I could be wrong on that. I could be very wrong on that. Uh, but you know, Ryan hasn't had a chance to talk to Byron. Ryan hasn't had a chance to talk to Dayball. So what about, ma- ma- you get some more interviews. What about there. the enemy? 
I'm I'm actually really scared about that one because he's got the connection. Uh, but speaking of connections, it's all about connections. He's also NFL. got a connection to Brian Flores. Uh, Ryan Poles and Brian Flores went to college together. They they played for yep. Boston College together. So I feel like Brian Flores, which also, by the way, I want to stress, I feel like we can all agree to this. His value right now has been radio silent. Like, yeah. where is he going? Like, there for a little bit, we thought it was going to be New York. But now it's looking like he, New York's going to be Dayball. Which is weird because he was the best candidate when he got fired. And then yeah. now he's just floating. Like, he, he's going to go. He's going to be a head coach somewhere. It'd be dumb if he's not, but where? This is the, uh, hey, the NBA player. Was it Victor Oladipo or somebody like that? Turned down like $88 million mm-hmm. and they got like $3 million deal. Like, that's just. That, that's how I'm feeling like Flores. Flores was so high, and he's just, like, just looking around the room. Yeah. Like, somebody please Take give me. me some news. Yeah, give me something. Because <laughs> I haven't heard anything out of Flores. But now Flores could be back in the mix for Chicago if, you know, Jim, Dan, and Matt doesn't blow yep. uh, Ryan away. He may call Brian, like, hey, man, what's up, dude? How are you? It's been a while. You know, or call up, you know, Eric and make – because I don't even think Eric's interviewed with us at all. I don't think we've contacted Eric at all. Has he K- interviewed KC. with anybody? Yeah, he's interviewed with, I, I know for a fact, Denver. I know for a fact on that one, which would be really fucking sh- wild because it's in division rival. Um, but Den- I think Denver's he, got their own. I think guy. he might have <laughs> also interviewed with Houston again. I could be wrong, which also keep in mind, Houston interviewed Josh McCown again. You know, they That's interviewed good. him. They interviewed him last year, so that'd be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I'd be down for that. But no, uh, looking at you know with all the coaching candidates that we have now, now nine spots that are open. Uh, Chicago, I still think Dan Quinn is the, our best likely candidate. No idea for Minnesota. I I've heard so little out of Minnesota besides just some interviews. New Orleans will probably just be Dennis Allen. Houston, no fucking clue. Vegas, let's assume Josh McDaniels. Denver, Nathaniel Hackett. Giants, Brian Dayball. Miami, no. I have heard no interview news out of Miami. I don't know what's going on down there. I legit don't. And Jacksonville, uh, Byron's actually getting his second interview with Jacksonville. I, I would love to see that homecoming. Let's, yeah, make, it, let's I, make it happen. That's where I want him to go. Let's, have, yeah. let's make it happen. I want, I want Byron Leftwich in Jacksonville. I'm down for that. But then that still leaves a lot of candidates like Brian Flores, Jim Caldwell, Doug Peterson, Matt Everflos, Kellen Moore, who's not getting a job. Bill O'Brien. That's right. Yeah, Bill O'Brien. He's still floating. He's not going to be no quarter, no, yeah, no, he's still, no head coach. He's he, still floating in Alabama, isn't he? Yeah, uh, he's, he's ready to go. Kellen Moore and, and Leslie, they've lost all their stock for this yeah. season. That Maybe next year. Uh, Eric Bieniemy still got some stock. Raheem Morris has got a little stock that's building up. Todd Boyles has still got a lot of stock. Jared Mayo. Yeah. You know, linebacker coach for New England. He's his stock's rising a little bit, but I feel like he may be a year or two away. Kevin O'Connell, uh, Rams OC, he's got a lot of stock. And same thing with Mike McDaniel, uh, San Fran OC. He's got a decent amount of stock as well. Man, I don't know who the, how the hell these last few spots are going to get filled out because I'm not shitting you. Like, I feel like Minnesota and Miami, I've heard so little out of those teams for who's being interviewed. I have no fucking clue. They're just gonna come out out of nowhere and just be like, <laughs> "I think Minnesota, oh, Bill O'Brien." <laughs> well, Minnesota still needs their GM too. Keep that in mind. They don't have a GM. Damn. Yeah, Minnesota's in a spot. Which you know, the thing about Minnesota that's fucking hilarious is they wanted Ryan Ryan Poles. Yeah. They were gunning for Ryan hard, and we, and we took it from him. Which you know, we also they were also apparently gunning for Justin Fields last year. We took him from that too. Damn. Now, real quick, talking about uh, Kevin O'Connell. Um, if for some reason we don't, the Denver, Denver doesn't get Green Bay's, um, Nathaniel Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett, I want O'Connell, bring in O'Connell. I mean, that's my two top 
for Denver anyways. I mean, like, I feel like it continues to be proven true that if you're under that, like, same thread of, like, you know, players coming from Mike Shanahan stuff where it's, like, the Sean McVay, the Kyle Shanahan, the Matt LaFleur, whatever, like, you're going to be destined for something. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, like, I mean, just talking about uh, coming out of uh, Sean McVay's squad, Brandon Staley, I mean, they were off and on, but Brandon Staley had a pretty good first year in Chargers for a first-year coach. I'll be honest, they did. And fucking Zach Taylor shocked me this year. I thought Zach should have been fired last year. I'll be brutally honest. But Zach's turned it around up in Cincy. He didn't have his quarterback. So, yeah, so now, you know, hey, you know, Kevin O'Connell could be the next guy coming out of the Sean McVay tree. You don't, you don't think David Coley's going to get a second shot? No. <laughs> yeah, he was – that was such a, like uh, – Bro, that was such a bullshit hire. We all know it. We all knew that was a bullshit. That hire. was a that was a smoke screen. It was like you're not gonna you know half the time I forgot he was a head coach. <laughs> I didn't even know what he looked like for like four four months. I didn't know like, what he looked like either. I just saw his face recently. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what you look like. I forgot. I forgot he was a Buffalo coach. And uh, whenever we had, uh, I think it was EJ to Tyrod or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was it was pretty rough. Yeah, dude, Poli was such a bullshit fucking hire for us. Like that was so fucking uh, not for us for Houston. Oh, that was so that was, that, that was such a pointless hire for them. Everyone knew that was a damn smokescreen. Um. Anyway, uh, you boys fucked want, his career up. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> you you boys want to hop into the last little bit of the show here and go ahead and fire out our predictions. Yeah, this is what I'm not looking forward to. But yeah, so I do have that other that other track. Uh, I do have the other track on here, so we'll, we'll play that for oh. our two picks. Let me uh, let me throw something out there. Throw it out there. Okay. So you know how Buffalo always always gives like <laughs> money back, right? Yeah, yeah. Kansas City helped us out. I saw that. That's what's and up. helped Joshua Allen out. Thirteen dollars donated to Patricia Allen. Uh, just thirteen dollars, or just thirteen? Everybody vote. Everybody okay. pitched in thirteen. Like. Last year, I think it was 17 for Josh, mm. 13. Not for the 13 seconds. It was, it was for Gabe Davis because he wears 13. That's where we're uh, – You that's can cover where, it up as that. Yeah, that's, that's an easy cover-up. I think that's a little, that's little, little sly on the table sketchy. there. I'll take it, though. Hey, I don't give a fuck. Money's money. Yeah, that is true. Like, they gave uh, Josh after his mom died. Everybody pitched in $17 and ended up, like, fucking – Thirteen million, I think, or some shit like that. Hundred eighty million. I don't fucking know how much it was. It was a shit ton of money though. Yeah. Bills Mafia comes in strong though. Bills Mafia, I gotta say, is one of my favorite fan bases in the NFL. Facts. Like easy top. Five. The whole tradition of the WWE thing jumping through the table is great. <laughs> Boy. Yeah, it's a. Uh, we're hurting right now, but yeah, we'll, get, I, I, you we'll know, get through it. And I can't, I can't tell you how much I want to see the Bills Mafia get a Super Bowl. I mean, the Bills Mafia deserves it, bro. It's gonna, dude. It has to happen. Like, it does. There's too many pieces. Like I told Tony, I was like, I really don't want Buffalo to win because I don't feel like we're ready. But at the same time, this team right here, I have the most faith, like in my whole entire life, that we could have won it. And then Pat Mahomes said. Not so fast. Eh, hold up. Not so fast, my friend. It still comes through KC. Still yeah. comes through KC. You know what? You know. You know what fucks me up even more. Hmm. That damn Jacksonville game is the reason why that happened. Oh, that is true. Because if we would have beat Jacksonville, we would have been tied, and then we would own the tiebreaker, and then we would have played it at home. Fucking Jacksonville, man. Yep. Jacksonville <laughs> fucking can't, ruined it. Can't take them random losses, man. 
Yep. Jacksonville ruins things for a lot of people, just like how they ruined the fucking Colts season. And also Urban Meyer. That is true. And also, uh, you know, a lot of Steelers. He did that himself. A lot of Man. Steelers fans blames Jacksonville for the beatdown they had shoots inserted because every every true Pittsburgh Steeler yep. fan knew they didn't deserve to be in the playoffs, and there was no reason for them to be there, and they were gonna get smashed and did. And everyone's Should just like the Chargers. So every like like fucking Steelers fans are blaming Colts. <laughs> Because they lost or blaming the Jags because they won, where it's just yep. like you had one fucking job and that was to win or lose, depending on who you're talking to. So that way we can just go right off and have the season be over. When instead they had to play out the way it did, so you fucked us. So we man. had to go to the playoffs and get smashed. <laughs> oh man. Big Ben looking like he's hurting out there. It was rough. I know. Boy, that noodle was just a flaring. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Let's do some picks. We only got two, of course. Uh, All right, boys. Conference championships, final four. We got a battle of the NFC East, NFC West, sorry, NFC West, San Fran and the Rams. San Fran has beat the Rams in like the, what was it, the last six meetings, I think? Last six. Last six meetings. It's in Los Angeles which the last time these two played in Los Angeles, it was basically a home game for San Fran. How are you guys feeling about this game? I'll let you go first. God dang it, bro. Because you got you got your 49er fan. Yeah, Um. so with my picks, I'm going to Tyler Strategy here. Throwing some, some random fact. Random stuff in there, not doing my normal, okay, I like this team better, so I'm going with them. No, picking the team I don't like. I'm going San Fran. Okay. So you're running. Okay. Uh, Give me the Rams. I like the Rams in this one. I really do, man. You know, they showed a lot of resiliency at the end of that Tampa Bay game when everything went fucking south for them that could have possibly went south based on their own mistakes. And I think what this game is going to come down to, I think it's going to come down to that quarterback play. Man... So I'm, I'm at a double-edged sword right here. I'm going to lose-lose situation because I really do not want to see the Rams play at home. But I really do not want to watch San Francisco just run like 900 times a game. Right. Looking like I'm watching Army. Like, it's a, it's a lose-lose situation. So for that for that instance, let's just run chalk. Let's go San Fran 7-0. Okay. Cincinnati and KC. Uh, honestly, I'm fine with either of these teams going to the Super Bowl. Because yeah. they're going to win it. Yeah, I'm, I, I really am. I like both these teams. I like a lot what they have. But I will see. You know, you say they're going to win it, but I'll go ahead and say this up front, man. If if Cincinnati goes to the Super Bowl against either of these teams, I think Cincinnati is going to probably lose. I mean, you're sacking Joe Burrow nine times, and these defenses are a hell of a lot better than Tennessee. Bro, yeah. in this postseason, Von Miller and Aaron Donald are leading in pressures right now with 13 and 12, respectively. Uh, bro, these defenses are too damn good for, for that shitty offensive line that is in Cincinnati. I'm sorry. You got a point there. So, uh, if Cincinnati goes, unfortunately, I think Cincinnati's going to lose the Super Bowl, which I think, I mean, I, w- I would love to see that. While, I, while I'm not a fan of any of four of these teams, there's one team here who obviously has not won a Super Bowl. So if, if I I would love to see it happen for him, for that fan base. But I don't think it's going to happen. Wait, they had, had the Rams won? Yeah. They Kurt won Warner. with Kurt Warner. Hello. There's a movie about Didn't it. Didn't you watch a movie? Yeah, I thought you watched a movie about it. Come on, Tyler. You're right. You're right. 
My fault. It's my fault. <laughs> Kurt Warner, bro. Come on. I keep forgetting that they used to be St. Louis. Come on. Okay? Come on. Come on, bro. It okay. was the, the Mike Dyson tackle. Yeah. Stopped. Uh, Tennessee. Yeah, I forgot the receiver's name. Uh, but, yeah, Mike Dyson was the – I think Mike Dyson was the linebacker. It must be nice to be that receiver right now, to have somebody forget your name. Yep. It must be nice. <laughs> All right. Okay. So for this game, though, man, I got to say, if it wasn't for how – that Buffalo KC game went. I might flirt with the Cincinnati pick, but bro, that KC team is too goddamn resilient. I gotta go with KC on this one. Like the what what they showed me in that game was that they showed me that, that the Chiefs that we know that can flip a fucking switch at any time are here and ready to get another ring. I'm going with KC. I'm keeping my method. I'm going with people I don't like. So going Kansas Kansas City. <laughs> well, this is a win-win situation for me because I like Cincinnati. And yeah, you do. I don't like Kansas City, but you when, respect them. You got to. They're not Tom Brady and the Patriots. Okay. The hatred is not there right now. I dislike them, but I do not hate them. So, I could, I, I would I would accept them winning, but I would not accept them going to three-star Super Bowls. So, for that reason, Cincinnati. See, and, and when I say I, and when I say I'm going with Kansas City because I dislike them, I don't dislike them. I just you don't like the idea of them. Yeah, I well, not even winning. that. Not even that. I would I wouldn't mind them going to the Super Bowl, um, especially if they were to play the Rams. Right? I think that'd be a great matchup. They're the Golden State of the NFL. I'm just waiting on that drop off so Buffalo can, but and jump up. I know my pick says Kansas City. But again, like I said, I'm going opposite here. The, the side so my bar, preferences, side my bar, preferences. Yeah. If I was to have preferences, because I don't want to say my pick is actually because that's going to mess up my jinx. My preference here would be Cincinnati and the Rams in the Super Bowl. Right. Yes. But I would not mind Kansas City being there as long as San Fran does not make it. I'm okay. That's fair. I respect that. Facts. All right. What do we got for our spreads? Uh, I posted them in the channel earlier. If you want to grab them. Obviously, we only got our two games this week. How yeah, we, how so we Shane Sharp picks of the week. We got, of course, only two picks. Um, Rams and San Fran. Rams are minus three and a half, and the over-under being 46 and a half. That's a tough one. That's a really tough one. God damn. You know, I'm actually going to go. I, I'm debating on going with the plus here. I still think the Rams are going to win. But I think San Fran could keep it within the you know four points at least. I mean, yeah, you got to think. I mean, there's really only been now. I could be mistaken, but there's only been one really blowout win, like in these playoffs, and that was the Chiefs Steelers game, right? Yep. All of them's been other pretty close. Well, no, wild card actually had a lot of blowouts because Philly and Tampa was a blowout. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, Buffalo, New England was a fucking smash fest. I loved it. Every yeah, wild card, wild card had a lot. It was just divisional round that was all stupidly close. Every game came down to the final final few seconds, which like, is insane. The final play. Yeah, final play, which is insane. Wild card had actually had a decent amount of blowouts, though. Um, I'm taking the plus and the over on this. Okay. I know I'm going to go with the over. Well, mm, give me the under. I'm going under. And I'm going to go with... Go ahead and give me the minus. Minus and under. Tyler? Um, I zoned out. Which game are we talking about? Ram, Ram, Rams and 49ers. Okay, so I'm going to go. Give me the over. 
and give me the plus. Next up. All right, we've got Kansas City and Cincinnati. Kansas City's currently sitting at minus seven. Uh, and then over under is 54 and a half. Give me minus and over. Feel good about that one. Damn, that was quick. Man, that was no thought at all. I feel good about that one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, I don't know. I can see this point going both ways. As far as the over under, because if Kansas City defense, if um, they're able to get to um, Burrow as often, uh, does anybody know if Matthews will be back from the concussion was, protocol? Yeah, he probably will. Okay. So having those, having that secondary kind of there, it could cause some problems as far as Cincinnati's offense. But I'm going to go minus. I'm going to go minus over. Damn, man. I'm not trying to be the same as you. Um, <laughs> uh, did, did you go minus under? Where did you go? Minus over. Damn. Minus over. Oh, man. Because I see this game either really close or a blowout. And I've just been flip-flopping. Uh, but I can see it both ways. I can see it really close if Cincinnati's able to keep the ball moving with that pressure. But if the yeah. pressure is able to get to Joe Burrow and he makes mistakes as far as interceptions or, or drops or fumbles, then that's when it's going to get ugly. True. So... My insider told me to go minus and over, so I'm going to go minus and over. Who the fuck is your insider? The one that's making money off picks and spreads. Okay, fair enough. Fuck Florida State himself, Casey Dillon Gaines. Okay. Okay. All right. He said minus over. Well, we all three got minus and over, so we're all debating. We're going to put all this on Casey this week. Yeah. (laughs) It's all riding on him. So, yeah. Let's make it happen. There was something I was going to say. Let me unlock my phone to see what it was. Okay. There it is. There it is. Boston fan, right? Basketball? Yeah, Celtics. Sacramento getting blown the fuck out right now, Bob. Oh, what's the score? 63 to 30 <sighs> at halftime. <laughs> By who? Boston. Boston and Sacramento. 63 Oh, okay. So, uh, when you listen to this I always on Thursday. you're a fucking Sacramento fan. It's uh, It's challenging. It's challenging. I imagine it is. Um, right now, we're in a pickle trying to decide if we want to get rid of uh, Halliburton and Fox mm. for Sabonis or Ben Simmons. Right. At this point, I'm at the fuck it stage. <laughs> like I said at the beginning <laughs> of the season of this uh, podcast, Sacramento is at the fuck it stage, and they're still at the fuck it stage. I don't understand. Just blow the shit up. I don't care. Trade fucking everybody. Rebuild this motherfucker mm. from the ground up. I don't care. It's been 16, 16 years. Of pain. Playing. Yeah, fuck it. Blow it up. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care if Fox is your best player. I don't care if he loves Sacramento. Get rid of everybody. You, you didn't draft. What pisses me off about Sacramento, you did not draft Luka Doncic because you did not want another ball handler or another point guard with De'Aaron Fox. And you back that up two straight years with two point guards. They play defense, but I don't, I'm I'm trying to find the logic there. Do you understand the logic? I don't. You're just really salty. Well, you don't have actually. Luka. In a in a way, I do, because he he maybe he thought okay maybe I'll, 
I fucked up with Luca, so maybe I can get these two <laughs> extra ball carries and maybe they can turn out pretty well. <laughs> but um, I mean, obviously, he didn't like Luca's dad. This is Vladi Divac, obviously. He did not like Luca's dad. That was his his reasoning behind not drafting Luca. Yeah. Which honestly, for Luca, I'm glad he didn't go Sacramento. Dude, the waste of his time. Yeah, Javad would have loved it. I would have loved it, but at the same time. I was, I was scared of Bagley, because I love Chris Bosh, one of my favorite guys, favorite players of all time. Shout out to Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh, beast. Get healthy. Beast um, mode. But when I when I heard them comparisons, I was like, "Fuck, it's a Duke player." It does not translate as good as people think of it did, because Justice Winslow was one of my favorite players in Duke. What's he doing? He had some spurts. He's somewhere. He, he, he might be in Memphis. He might not be. He was Memphis has got a pretty good team. Yeah, they got John Morant. Yeah, damn good. Yeah. Which the discussion right now is who's better, John Morant or De'Aaron Fox? And people's like John Morant. People's like if you get rid of if you if you put Fox on a different team, he will get more spotlight. You know what I mean? Like true. Like if you put John Morant on Sacramento, no. I don't know. John Moran's a different kind of beast, dude. I don't know. This man grabbed blocks, grabbed a block from the top of the backboard. Hey, here's the thing, though. If he gets injured. Memphis ain't shit. If he gets injured, he's not he's not up there, you know? True. Like, Fox gets injured, he can rely on something else. Like, he's not relying specifically on his explosiveness. Yeah. Yeah. 18 and 30 for Sacramento. It's a – it's a – it's not really a roller coaster because there's no ups being a Sacramento fan. Right. I'm trying to – what's just – what's like a level and then it's just down. Like there's – He's a submarine in, dude. Grand, Grand Canyon in it. Okay. You got a little bit of a good little, little lead up. I think we started like 2-0 and oh, and then downhill from there. At least you're not an Orlando fan. You know who's an Orlando fan? Hmm. Casey Gaines. I remember that from high school because he's all Atlanta Braves, Tampa Bay Bucks, Florida State. Sucks. And then it's fuck Florida State, not Florida State sucks. It's both. And then it's – I was thinking Hawks because I'm like, maybe it'll go with the Atlanta Atlanta connection. But But see, which that doesn't really make sense, right? Most of his teams are all Florida-based, which is understandable. Except Atlanta. But then the Braves. So bandwagon on the Braves? Or is he bandwagon on other other ones? <laughs> were the ba- were the Braves good in the early two thousands? I believe so. Uh, don't fucking ask me. You know I hate baseball. I believe so. And for the record, I would consider Orlando like my second favorite team. That's that's basketball. I, yeah, I love their uniforms. And I, stuff. It's just because I I absolutely adore that city so much. Yeah, I love it. So anything involving Orlando, I'm gonna naturally support. Which is why I'm a UCF fan as well. Not like a diehard like. Like I consider UCF like one of my top five colleges that I like to follow, but just because yeah. I love I love the city, I absolutely love it. I feel that I, I adore it because my Buffalo connection goes to the Sabers, even though they're the Sacramento Kings. Hey, the but at least the LA Kings aren't doing too bad. They're third in their division right now, doing pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, look, because San Jose is in the same division, as and well. uh, it's uh, Vegas. Vegas is to the top in that division, I think, right now. And then I think it might be San Jose which, and then Kings. Which honestly, all of a sudden they're thinking, I can't really talk about regions. Vegas, Ducks. Oh, Kings, yeah, Anaheim, yeah. Flames, Santa. God 
dog. <laughs> Seattle is <laughs> Seattle is dokey, man. <laughs> yeah, they're 13-24. <laughs> they did not get the the Vegas uh, draft, man. Yeah, no. Like <laughs> they got all the dog shit people. Yeah. Uh, Florida, Florida's doing pretty good. I'm shocked at how good Florida's doing. I'll be real. I don't, I follow hockey very Florida loosely. Florida and Tampa. Uh, yeah. yeah, both of them. But, like, I'm shocked at how good Florida is right now. And I don't follow hockey that much, so maybe I shouldn't be. I don't know. But I feel like it's really random for them to be very good. Hey, uh, Montreal, though, is the worst team. Yep. Did they? 8-26. and 26. Am I tripping, or did they not play in the Stanley Cup last year? No, I don't think so. That was Tampa and someone. <laughs> oh. Maybe I'll pick them to go to the Stanley Cup. But they're, <laughs> they're yeah, I know they were I know they weren't I know they were in it maybe within the last five years or so. Yeah, because they, they came out of nowhere. Let me let's look this up because I like to talk about random sports. So well, NHL playoffs. Let's see. In other news, what are you guys gonna have for dinner? Is it too late for dinner? How you feeling? No, it's not too late. I'm having. I'm, I'm still sticking to my diet, dude. I'm st- I'm going my protein bowl. How's that so, going for you? Good. I haven't checked my weight, but I feel I feel better than I was the last two months. I've been eating crappy food. Right. I'm, a, I'm right a, on, right on. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't weighed myself in a solid. Uh, uh, looking down and seeing my my stomach. <laughs> so for that reason, I have no idea how much I weigh. I'm pretty pretty positive. I might be more than you. Okay. Because the last time you told me how much you weighed yep. was the last time I weighed myself, which was like four months ago. And right. I, was, I was. You I were was, teetering. I was there. <laughs> I don't know if it was because I just ate or if I had my shoes on. But I, <laughs> but I was, I was creep. I'm closer towards my high than I am towards my average. Okay, I follow. I follow. Yeah, okay. since I've been eating like crap the last two, three months, um, they were in I've the Stanley Cup. Put on about ten pounds. I'm sitting like one eighty six right now. That's the Caps, right? Montreal Caps. Yeah, they were in the Stanley Cup last year. They were indeed. They were. Oh fuck, my bad. Well, I don't know enough hockey. All right, don't blame me. It's a terrible show. What the fuck do you expect? <laughs> Speaking of a terrible show, we should probably wrap this up, boys. We're about hey, to uh, be at an hour forty. Uh, Hour 40? Yeah. We're about oh, an hour, hour and 40. I thought yeah. you meant an hour 40. I'm like, God damn, 40 hours? Hold up. Okay, so <laughs> quick thing. Uh, Jesse Pagula, the owners of uh, Buff- the Buffalo Bills owner and the Sabres owner, daughter, played the number one seed in tennis and uh, got her ass destroyed. 6-2, 6-0. Barty said, let's go quarters or semis. I, I can't remember where they're at. They're a couple of days away from the championship. I did see so. random fact real quick. Um, Fun fact. Cooper Cup's wife um, yeah, ran track that. at University of Arkansas. Saw that. You said what? Grad, Cooper Cup's wife ran track at University of Arkansas. Yeah, Damn. she was at Arkansas for like, what, two years? And then she went out to yep. uh, Washington. East him. Washington. Yep, yep, yep. East Damn. Washington. Yep. Fun fact, Toits. Yep. May have to end the show with that. It's a good fun fact. Yep. It's uh, interesting. I'm going to come back next week with a, a funner fact. Bet. Okay, bet. That has to do something with not Arkansas. Okay, fair enough. Uh, boys, last thoughts. Um, I'll be here next week. My neck hurts. All right, that's a <laughs> couple uh, of riveting last thoughts. Uh, fuck all the Final Four teams. All right, shit, okay. Uh, getting into it now. Uh, I just fuck the Niners. I just, I'm, just, I'm just ready for college football. 
Got a long way Only to go. 215 more days, dude. Got ha- a long hash way Brown, to go. Hash Brown draft. That's hash, what I'm ready for. Okay. Hash, hash Brown scouting. Hash Brown. <laughs> hash Brown. Well, hopefully you made it all the way to the end. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Longer one today, but that's all right. Well, it's, it's about, it's a little bit longer than kind it's, of normal. It's about almost average. We're here. That's we're all here. that. That's, that's all, all that matters. matters. That's all that matters. So, I, yeah. and like I said before, we've got something cooking. We got something in the works, and it'll probably be released on Monday. I think. Yeah. I think Monday is when I'm going to release. So, pay attention to the YouTube channel on Monday. I'll hey, put a video up. If you don't, just you'll, listen you'll, next week. Yeah, and you'll we'll hear. Bombard you with about 45 yeah. minutes of just asking you how stupid you are for not looking it up. Exactly. Or praising you for looking it up either way. Either one, right? Uh, With that said, thank you so much for listening to A a Terrible terrible Football football Show. show. Have a good one. Bang, bang, chicken slang.